You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heatherly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with musicians and artists from Chattanooga and the surrounding areas. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have some more out-of-town guests on Open Mic Spotlight. Hi. Hey. How's it going? going? It's good. It's really nice. I'm glad it kind of cooled off. We're from New Mexico, and we don't have any humidity, like at all, zero, and it was pretty hot today. (laughs) It was. It was toasty. It gets really humid and hot here in the south. So your bay name is Gleewood. Yeah, yeah. Gleewood is a term that we came across reading some old literature, really old literature, actually, like an old translation of Beowulf. And we had just started playing together acoustically, and we came across this term, and it is a medieval term for the guitar. Kind of our first little translations of what the guitar was going to look like and sound like, and they were played by these traveling musicians, much like our touring musicians of the day, called the Gleeman. And they were part of this whole revolution coming out of the Dark Ages into the Renaissance and bringing more hopeful, more joyful-sounding music. And that term, Gleewood, just kind of stuck with us. And as we learned more about the term, it just seemed appropriate for what we wanted to get across, too. Yeah. And do you want to introduce yourselves? I'm Callie Sue. And I'm Jet. You guys are married? We, we are. are. Yeah, well, <laughs> we've been married almost five years in December, mm-hmm. and we've been on the road full-time four years in November. Wow, already? Already. That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. That's uh, so awesome, though. It's wonderful. Why don't we go ahead and play a song? Sure. What do you guys want to play for us? Why don't we do a song that kind of started out for us? This is a song that we wrote the night before our wedding. And it's called Cisco Lights because we finished it on our honeymoon to San Francisco. Uh, ended up being on our first record. So here's Cisco Lights. Cisco lights are shining down on road signs behind us saying we've never been down this road. Telephone poles and red stop signs. Yeah, we watch the sunset. Yeah, we watch it rise. Never counted the smiles, thinking run out of time with you. And that's never, never, never something I intend to do. I never, never, never want to run out of time with you. I 
Got a box of dried flowers. Got a box of love notes. Never counted the hours. Writing love songs oh, of FS rhymes and heartfelt poems. It's true. If I counted them all, I think I'd run out of time with you. And that's never, never, never something I intend to do. If I counted them all, I think I'd run out of time with you. And that's never, never, never something I intend to do. Song, but it's only just begun. Don't bother counting them all, cause you may only get a few. And I never, never, never want to run out of time with you. Don't bother counting them all, cause you may only get a few. And I never, never, never want to run out of time with you. Your voices sound great. Oh, thank you. So you guys played at the Flying Squirrel this morning. Yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a little nap in between our show in Greenville, South Carolina last night and this morning's show. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Just a little nap at a gas station. We do a lot of those. Yeah. Little truck stop naps. Yeah. yeah. The Flying Squirrel is really nice. and It is. They do music every Sunday there. Yeah, so it's actually a really interesting atmosphere because, you know, you've got the folks that are sitting upstairs you've got the show going on and then everyone else can hear it out and around you and the the different parts of the restaurant and that's really neat because you'll hear a clap from somewhere it's like whoa where did that come from so it was was cool it was really cool we have not played uh, an early morning show in a long time it's been a minute yeah even though it's not that early it was like 11 but it's pretty early yeah pretty early for musicians yeah yeah. (laughs) but it was great atmosphere and good food so how did you guys get started with music I bought this guitar that I'm playing now when I was 18 in an effort to persuade myself to really pursue it. And I bought a one-way ticket to Hawaii and this guitar. And I wasn't going to go to school. I knew that much for sure. And I had a hard time over there, so I only lasted about six months. But in that time, I let music seep into my blood. And it was shortly thereafter that I met Callie in a bookstore. And she really encouraged me to continue songwriting. I actually wrote my first song the day I met Callie. 
Did I ever tell you that? Oh, yeah. And then me and Callie started hosting an open mic together. Mm -hmm. I basically provided the venue. I was managing a little coffee shop restaurant, and we didn't have an open mic for the town, but there were so many great talents and musicians in our little area. You know, I was just kind of being the good girlfriend with Jet, and we were traveling out of town, and I was helping him carry his stuff and, like, clapping <laughs> at the open mics. Like, yeah, you can do it. But I could really tell that he had a real soul for it. I come from a musical family, and I could just see it. What I saw in my, my dad and my mom and my sister, and I could just see it in Jet. And then we started it at the place that I worked. Everyone was all gung-ho. We got the word out about it, and everyone's like, sweet, an open mic here in Ruidoso. Woohoo!" And we start off the night, and it's, you know, 6 o'clock, and we're like, oh, nobody's signed up yet, like, surely. And the, but there's spectators. Like, people came to mm -hmm. listen to the music to support. Yeah, we, we have a very, it really well. We have a very, very supportive community for music. Well, none of the other musicians showed up, and it was just Jet. And you probably knew, like, five songs. Yeah, maybe like confidently, a dozen, yeah. you know. And so Jet ended up just sort of playing the whole night. <laughs> but then the open mics picked up and everything. He just got thrown into performing yeah. for probably 20 people there the first mm -hmm. night to just listen. And then after that, you know, it kept building. And then we ended up writing a song together one night. We started singing together and we said, wow, our voices are very different. And started exploring it at Open Mic, such a great place to really get your feet under you. Mm -hmm. And um, that's just kind of how it started. It was really just sort of thrown into it. Neither of us had music in our scope of things that we were going after, but three and a half years on the road now, and I mean, we're kind of in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Store. So you started learning bass after you started singing with Jet. Yes, I had a little bit of piano background. And then whenever we made our first album, which was about a year after we were singing together, we were in the studio and like, well, we don't have a bass player and my hands were empty. So I, I started playing the bass literally on the first album and I really did fall in love with it. I'm kind of a slow learner, but I have definitely enjoyed being able to play an instrument and grow in it. That's <laughs> wonderful. Love it. So do you guys want to play a cover now? Sure. What do you guys want to play? This is a really fun one we came across. It's a very old song. We came across it in a modern way through YouTube. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I don't know right. what we were doing, looking at other duos or something like that. And this marvelous video came up of this guy in an orange turtleneck sweater with this big mustache riding on the beach on a horse, singing. And there was this girl up on the hill picking flowers. And we're like, who are these guys? They're amazing. And it was Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood. So here's their song, Summer Wine. Strawberries, cherries, and an angel's kiss in spring. My summer wine is really made from all these things. I rode to town with silver spurs that jangle too. A song that I have only sang to just a few. She saw my silver spurs and said, let's pass the time. And I will give to you my summer wine. Oh, summer wine. Strawberries, cherries, and a 
My summer wine is really made from all these things. Take off your silver spurs and help me pass the time. And I will give to you my summer wine. My eyes grew heavy and my lips they could not speak. I tried to get them, but I couldn't find my feet. She reassured me with an unfamiliar line, and then she gave to me more summer wine. Oh, summer Shining in my eyes, my silver spurs were gone. My head fell twice its size. She took my silver spurs, a dollar and a dime, and left me craving for more summer wine. Oh, summer wine. It's a, it's a fun one. Yeah. We get I'm a kick out of that one. I haven't heard that one before. It's yeah. good. Summer wine. I think 67? 67. Yeah, we, we draw recorded. a lot of influence from that era and, and the early 70s in the folk music scene and in the in the rock and roll scene. With our band, we really like bringing in those elements. We're currently on an acoustic duo tour, kind of how we started. Which we've <laughs> already written a couple songs. We have. Specifically for the acoustic duo. Mm-hmm. 
thing since we've been doing this, and so I think it's going to open up some new doors for us. That'll be kind of fun to explore. So how long did you have a band for? We've had a band since the beginning, really. Pretty Rotating much. members, but we've been able to work with some excellent musicians out in New Mexico. So you toured around with them for a while, mm-hmm. and we still do. We mostly tour the Southwest and the Northwest and, and the West Coast with the band. That's kind of our more familiar territory. And whenever we decided to head east, it just kind of made more sense to go on a lookout mission and kind of scout some things out rather than drag everybody along and not kind of know you know where to play or where to go because as all musicians know and and even audiences too subconsciously i think you know the venue is as much the setting the vibe an instrument as the band you know you've got to be able to find the right kind of venues for for the music because that's going to set the whole stage (laughs) funny uh, punny there yeah so that's kind of why we decided to come out this way as the duo one to work on it because we have felt inspired to write some music with just the two of us and two to check you guys out yeah. which has been awesome it's been great get your foot in the door yeah. it has been great yeah so where are you guys headed next nashville where are you playing in nashville we're playing with another new mexican uh, songwriter named coco o'connor she lives up in santa fe new mexico but she also spends time in nashville and we're playing with her on wednesday night may 3rd at bobby's idol hour on music row okay and it's like a songwriter swap kind of thing. She's going to play and we're going to play. It. Anything in Nashville is fun. They've got such good music goers and listeners and it makes for a really fun time. Cool. So what's it like being on the road with each other? <laughs> the married couple on the road. Well, I mean, it's an adventure. Absolutely. And it's exciting and challenging and rewarding and all those things sometimes all in one day mm. <laughs> yeah never gets boring i guess no, no no it doesn't we do get asked that question a lot and we almost from the beginning of our relationship we ended up doing a lot of different work together like the open mic and we worked at the same restaurant for a while we did a whole lot of caterings together and we've just kind of always been working together and whenever we set out to do music because of our previous jobs we kind of knew that we knew how to work around each other we've had to learn a whole lot but it's been great i really enjoy it i really enjoy being able to do it with my husband yeah (laughs) you guys get to experience all these things together yeah that's pretty huge we spend 250 days a year on average the past three years in the van so (laughs) we get to experience everything together (laughs) i think the only times it gets a little dicey is whenever trying to figure out where we need to go the directions directions. that's i know that's such an age-old thing for couples to save that's like the one thing that causes more tension than anything else man (laughs) is the stinking directions like in this crazy downtown trying to find a spot to park yeah and we can't find the venue and it's like what i said to turn over here Mm -hmm. not listening to me (laughs) if you would have just listened to me we would have been there we can have a great show or a terrible show or you know a million things can go wrong but if the directions man if i take a left instead of a right then we're all in trouble it's so great relationships are all different and all the same yep (laughs) well let's do another one of your songs okay this one's called colorado brew and it's off of our new album that we just released in december the album is called sweet sweet time and we wrote this song a while back One of our first band tours, actually, through Colorado. And we just had this really awkward experience, which for a young band really shook us. We're like, oh no, we're never going to be able to play music again in front of anyone. Like, this is going to be so bad. And how it happened was we were playing a little brewery up in Colorado. And it was a family environment. Like, 
kids and everybody's dining and everything and we're setting up on the stage and I see that Jet is having a conversation with some guy over there. He comes up and he's like, hey, this guy, he's said he's a reggae rapper from LA and he's really good and he's going to come up on stage and join us and we're going to do a little jam. And I was like, huh, are you sure? Like, is he any good? And he's like, well, he said he was. Clue number one. So we get up there and we're playing and everyone's having a good time and we invite this guy up and he grabs the microphone from Jet and he starts singing or whatever it was, whatever you want to call it. And he was just awful. Like he couldn't, he couldn't sing. He had had a little too much, I think. Whatever he was rapping about was the worst. I mean, parents were holding their hands over their kids' ears <gasps> oh, like the no. bar emptied and we could not get this guy off stage. Oh, no. And me and the drummer had to like stop playing and turn off the PA system. He wouldn't let go of the microphone. Jet's trying to grab it from him like, okay, man, get off, get off. And I mean, the bar cleared out. Everyone was like, what the heck? What is this band? What's going on? And we just felt so embarrassed and so, I was angry. I was really angry. So the guys locked me in the bathroom so I wouldn't get into uh, any fist fights. Already met my quota for that tour. <laughs> and I came out with some lyrics I wrote on the toilet paper there. And I want to dedicate this song to my sister, who when I told her the story, she laughed about it. And that's a good friend, someone who can help you through those awkward situations. Aww. So here's Colorado Brew. There's a couple making now At the bar When a lady's staring at me I don't know why As if I had to hear And only one eye Oh, but you know I shouldn't worry It's not my fault When I know that I sound crazy And confused But if you were here then you would know What to do Oh, there's a man that wants my mic He won't let it go Oh, and this place is getting crazy Out of control uh, and, and it's, it's like, like I'm up here all alone And you're too far away And I know I couldn't stay But I just can't wait to tell you So I'm calling you on Colorado I play another song It'll work this time But not a person sings along That's no surprise So I play the same song twice I don't know why Oh, but you know I shouldn't worry It's not my fault And, and it's like I'm up here all alone All these heady times Make for missing
So I draw courage from the tap At the bar I empty yet another glass Like before But it's not stout enough to smile Just to cry So it's your number that I dial a tear in my eye And, and it's like I'm up here All alone So I empty out my glass And I thank you for the laughs It's just what I needed to get through Worth more to me than any Colorado Thanks. <laughs> Needless to say, I think you learned your lesson, Jet. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah, I definitely did. I'm reminded consistently. Don't believe song. what people say. Yeah, That's right, no, man. Especially, especially when they mention L.A. and really good. I don't know why, but that seems that to be... That combination never works out, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys spend a lot of time on the road. What do you guys like to listen to when you're riding? That's I a know. that's a fun question. That is a fun question. Well, we try and go see as many shows as we can. Mm -hmm. So like whenever we're not playing, like even if we if we have like a late slot, we'll try and catch local music somewhere. So we listen to lots of indie music, you know, that we collect from CDs, from people we played with, opened up for, or headlined for, whatever. We listen to a lot of that kind of music on the road. Here lately, we've been listening to a lot of Bay Area, like modern psychedelic rock. The Temples, I guess they're not The Temples, it's Temples. Yeah, temples Mystic Braves. Mystic Braves, Alalaz. Alalaz. Blues Pills. Radio Moscow. Radio we got Moscow. to open up for them. That we was did. cool. With the band, that was awesome. And Avid Brothers have been a huge influence on this project. Yeah, they, those guys are always on the playlist. And then we'll go as far back as, you know, the Yardbirds and Donovan. Moody Blues and Donovan and Zeppelin. And I mean, it really is a all over the board. We listen to a lot of, like, I guess you would call it progressive folk and art rock. And kind of like orchestral old, old, stuff. old stuff. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing too much with very many like modern synth sounds. But so you guys travel around. You have an RV. We do the Chinook of Destiny. <laughs> uh, that's actually its real name. It's a destiny made by Chinook. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. We do get to have that, which really helps us, you know, save on the road. And you know, if we're tired, we can just pull over and go to sleep. And it, it's very, very comfortable. Yet again, one of those really neat things where. Our grandparents gave it to uh, Jet's parents and like, well, we're not really using it anymore. And Jet's parents, I think they just wanted us to, to try it out, maybe to get our own RV whenever we first started going on the road because we were living in our car. And they're like, oh, take the Chinook and give that a go. And we ended up keeping it for the past three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, like 120,000 miles yeah, later. Yeah, I don't think that was their plan, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's like a donation to your future. You're right, exactly. It's, it's an oh, investment. No, yeah. That's the other thing. Is, oh, it's uh, cheaper than college if you look at it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, you know what? Actually, wow. Yeah, I feel a lot less Okay. Guilty. Wow, yeah, that really helps. Our, uh, our parents are incredibly supportive, both sides. They both get along really well, and they both love coming and supporting music. It, it's, a, it's kind of a shock. It's really neat. And it makes it really nice for if you have, like, a couple of days off. You can just enjoy wherever you're at and yeah. explore the city mm -hmm. and meet people. And exactly. I feel like being a musician, half of the battle is meeting people and knowing the right people for the oh, next absolutely. time you come. We're full-time 
drivers, full-time desk job on the computer and the phones. And the remainder of our time is spent networking and talking. And then we play music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we call ourselves full-time musicians. But that's actually how it works. Yeah. So on the road to practice or write, you just kind of have to find a spot. We do that a little bit. It's a little hard for us. When we get in the vehicle, we're going. Like yeah. we're driving and we're thinking and we're we planning. We always think that we're going to have time to write and practice when we get on the road. But when you set up a nice tight schedule, you really need any spare time you have to rest your voice and your fingers i always think that we're going to have more time to do that sort of thing than we actually have so being prepared before you go out on these little satellite tours is is kind of key we really try to focus on that when we get back i think we've only written a couple songs like actually on the road and then being crazy we started performing them on the road with like no practice like we had a you know, a long gig one time, like, let's just try, you know, that new song that's happened a couple times with the band and, and just with Jet and I, and we're all like, okay, I don't, we don't really know how the song goes, but it's going to give it a go. Sometimes, it, it, I mean, it keeps things interesting. It does, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, why don't we play one more song, or another song, I should sure. say. Yeah, that sounds groovy. Why don't we do the new uh, original? It's pretty funny. We just heard that back home in Ruidoso, New Mexico, they got about five inches of snow what? yesterday. Yeah. Not crazy. Where we are, you know, it's high desert. There's there's some good sized peaks and mountains and everything, but we never have snow this late. I mean, usually it's getting pretty nice and warm at this time. It's just sort of weird, and we kind of had an early snow season too. It doesn't ever last very long. That's a nice thing about New Mexico is we might have a bad storm, but the next day it's bluebird weather. It's yeah. just beautiful. And this winter we had an early snow, kind of random like that, and. Jet and I were watching The Shining, and it was snowing, and the movie was done, and we were still kind of wide awake, as uh, fun little thrillers will do. And we sat down, and we wrote this song, and I think we're going to name it The Shining. Right now, it's just called White Snow, but it's about cabin fever and murder. White snow whispers in the wind White snow whispers in the wind White snow, won't you come on in Won't you come on in and bury my sin Won't you come on in and bury my sin No, sir, I cannot come to you I cannot bear the things you do No, sir, I cannot come to you Are you done with the company you choose? Are you done with the company you choose? I killed my own brother, my wife, he did hold Lost her last winter in February's cold now when it snows, I can see a ghost. Now when it snows, I can see a ghost. Mm -hmm. 
Now I am no lover and my hands are stained. My heart is frozen and so is her grave. From the storm she's calling my name. From the storm she's calling my name. played a million shows i know that you have some crazy stories that have happened at one or two of them besides the the reggae yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) putting you on the spot here okay all right wow i wouldn't even really know where to start i know really there there's like a lot just ran through my head Mm -hmm. but to mention a few uh highlights we have had one of our shows end in a gunfight oh yeah that's very southwestern isn't it that was uh that was also in colorado surprisingly but it was kind of uh, another like really small town i'm not gonna disclose any other things but that was crazy that was real crazy <laughs> we had some crazy people on tour with us and um some crazy things ha- a lot of crazy things happened on that particular tour but but that wasn't involving the band was it yes kind of yeah yes yeah. it was it was it was it was directly related with that we've had some very interesting and colorful experiences with the <laughs> band and our various members and us included the band members uh did not start the gun fight but yeah next thing we know two of them are, are out there in the street and this guy pulls out a gun and shoots it up in the air in the street and this little brawl is going on and we're like oh crap let's get out of here and we had to gather them up and be like no no you don't want to get any more involved that is wild then another one we were in jackson hole wyoming and these two guys from north carolina they were super cool they come up and we're doing a sound check and this one was just it was kind of a weird situation like we, we hung out with them and and they were really neat and we decided to sit down we had time to eat dinner before and a couple hours later we're about to get up on stage and the manager of the place comes up to us and he's like, hey, 
So are you friends with those guys from North Carolina? Because they had, you know, your CDs. Are they your, are like kind of menacing? They were like wearing our shirts and stuff and by this like, point And they're like, do you know them? Do you know them? Because, and he was just we're very. We're like, yeah, I mean, they're cool, man. Yeah. He was just kind of defensive, you know, about it. And we were like, what? Uh, I mean, yeah, we met them, but we have no idea really who they are and sold them some merch, you know. And he said, oh. Okay, well, y you're not affiliated He's with like, them, right? like, if you're right? associated at all, you have to get out of this place right now. You have to and pack we, up your things and leave. And we were like, whoa, no, like, what? So uh, they, they ended up getting way too drunk and had this crazy altercation with the staff. And because they had Gleewood shirts on and, like, our merchandise people thought... They ended up, like, smashing some guy in the face with, with a, a pint glass. Yeah, like, it was crazy. We weren't even yeah. there to experience any of that. And we're playing folk music. Like, you've been listening yeah. to, like, what we're playing. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, we're pretty laid back, you know? It was kind of random. But we've had a lot of those kind of altercations. But then, not only the stuff like that, but the amount of blessings and just incredible people we've been able to meet on the road. Totally. That's really outweighed everything is just the amazing people that have come out and supported what we're doing and you know just support the arts in general and i feel like we've gotten to see so much of the best part of the united states yeah absolutely you know what I mean? absolutely yeah. it really does being able to travel this nation and go across state lines and into different communities has really brought a positive experience for us and given me so much hope there is hope there is you know you don't think about it or from just wherever you're standing on on whatever you, you look out there and you can only see it from your direction mm -hmm. and you think we have all these you know major differences culturally and politically but everyone's and, everywhere man you know um you know these minor spiritual discrepancies and all these things everyone is everywhere and you go out there and you start meeting these people and you experience their point of view in their home turf in their environment and it's totally different mm -hmm. from when you experience it from four states away. So it's been pretty educational. Yeah. Being able to understand perspective is everything. Oh, it man. is, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. why the people say so much about travel yes. around the world, just yep. to understand and to have an open mind about life and people <laughs> of different cultures. Absolutely. It's very important. Do you guys have any advice for aspiring musicians who are trying to make it, trying to do it? <laughs> well, the only advice I feel like I could you know possibly have any warrant to give is advice that's been given to me that i've taken to heart which is just small little things like there's no big shots necessarily left in the music industry there's just the little shots that fire over and over and over again you know to wrap your head around that is pretty important maintaining humility at all costs and in all situations and realizing that as an artist, we have freedom to do what we choose and what we want, but at the same time, we're also doing it for other people as yeah, an it's act for people of, to listen it's to. It's for other people. It's an act of communication, and it's an act of reaching out. And to stay focused on that, I think, is really important for artists today with our cultural and political conundrums that we're facing with our generation. You know, it's really important that we maintain our art as a form of communication and not self-glorification. Absolutely. And, and having a very strong foundation. Jet and I have each other. We have good families and we have our own beliefs and, and faith system that, that holds us really strong. And I think that's one thing that whenever you go out pursuing the road and touring, you really have to have tough skin. 
but then you don't want to get too tough to where you're not being able to to love your audience through your music and so for us you know the lord is such a huge cornerstone because we have to have something stronger than ourselves telling us to keep going Mm -hmm. telling us to no smile it'll be okay just Mm -hmm. be you and play your music and then be kind to these people or or whatnot you've got to have that because without it you'll just crumble thank you that was nice well do you want to do one more song for us sure okay what are you gonna do we're gonna do one by one of our favorites robert plant Mm. yeah Sir Robert Plant, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. Probably. Should be.
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Jesus. this has been so fun. Yeah. It has, yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Before we leave, mm-hmm. where can everyone find your music? You can find it everywhere, pretty much. We do have Gleewood Music, G-L-E-E-W-O-O-D, gleewoodmusic.com. You can find direct links to our music. We've got a lot of different music videos on YouTube, uh, on YouTube. Facebook. Exactly. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. We have music on Bandcamp as well as iTunes and Amazon and some music on Spotify as well. So it's, it's all over. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it. Trenton Romanini is our very own sound engineer sponsor. He is a full-time audio engineer in Chattanooga that stays very busy, but is always looking for new clients to help take to the next level. I can't thank him enough for being so patient and helpful through the process of me learning the ways of recording and editing. I highly recommend him for all of your professional industry recording and mixing needs. You can find more information at www.tromixthat.com. T-R-O-M-I-X-E-D-T-H-A-T.com.